Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Let It Fly. We're going to try this. This is the uh, I'm going to try to record this while I go on my drive here to uh, run a few errands, and uh, it is just uh, it's just, it's just a lot of noise outside because all the snow that we had has melted, and um, we were pretty lucky. We did not get a ton of snow. We got about I don't know. We probably got about eight or nine inches, but. Uh, very shortly after the next day it was kind of warmer and then the sun came out and started melting it and then the two days preceding that it has uh, been in the high 30s low 40s um, the downside of that is, is it melts and there's just mud everywhere so uh, it is kind of a disaster and there's uh, a lot of road noise and stuff because of that anyway I wanted to talk about uh, an anime um, I, uh, I've had a passion for anime, well, all things, sci-fi and uh, supernatural and things like that, um, for a long time. And, you know, it was back in the day. If you wanted to see anime, really the only way you could do that was uh, even, with, even when DVDs started coming out, which made it a lot easier because of the fact that you could uh, have variable um, audio tracks, languages, and uh, subtitle tracks. But it used to be back in the day if you wanted to watch anime and you did not have a... Uh, most uh, video stores did not rent very much of it. Um, you had to buy it. It was a very expensive hobby to be into. And so um, for me, it was... Uh, you know, I would do a lot of research about an anime before I purchased it. Uh, if it was something I wanted to watch because, uh, you know, there wasn't a, you know, a different time. Money was tight, but if I wanted to see it, it's the only way you could do it. You know, there was no... Um, you know, although, you know, we had the internet, there wasn't, uh, there wasn't the broadband that's available, uh, as much now, so you couldn't even, you couldn't, there was no streaming, you had to, you had to bootleg it, and, um, wasn't something that, uh, that I did, and, and it just wasn't easy to find, and so usually you end up going to Best Buy, because Best Buy used to have, uh, a ton of anime, they had probably more than anybody else, and, um, you could catch it on sale from time to time, but fortunately, if it wasn't on sale, it was super expensive. It was like 25, 30 bucks, you know, for uh, a volume, which might have four episodes on it. Um, so you had to be kind of choosy. Well, then enter Netflix, and Netflix had a ton of anime. Um, so I would uh, rent different stories from there. Um, they had some really good science fiction ones. They had some really good uh, uh, dark supernatural ones. And then they've had your standard fare. Like I, the standard fare, which is, you know, a lot of... Uh, kind of what anime is known for like the uh not just the art style but you know the giddy girls and things like that can be okay if it's done sparingly throughout the show um i like something with a very solid story and uh and something that uh you know i don't care if it has a satisfactory resolution where you know you know where everything's at or if it kind of leaves you up in the air i'm good either way but i um you know, it's it's just that I like to, to have some sort of ending, you know. Um, and, you know, I, I can, I'm okay with using my imagination or saying, okay, this is what would have happened, you know, this these two, three, two or three things. But when you have a huge cliffhanger um, and you're wondering what happens to those characters or the, you, you find out, you don't find out anything about the characters, well, then you get I get a little upset because I'm like, well, yeah, I'm just kind of part of the story. I want the whole story. Anyway. Um, over the years, Netflix has put more and more anime on streaming, which is great. Unfortunately, a lot of the less popular anime, which is going to be end up being what I like, they stopped um, resupplying discs. So, like when a disc gets broken or scratched and is no longer playable, 
they are not really big on um, the replacement program, you know, as far, as far as like, okay, you know, we have disc one through three and then we're missing disc four, we have disc five, we're missing disc six, and you put in your save queue and it's never, it never comes up again, you know. And I'm probably one of the few people out there that still get discs from, from uh, Netflix. I know everybody's into the streaming, but um, I do not have the best broadband and um, I like a better definition um, with, uh, with some of the things I watch. I mean, if I'm going to pay for streaming, I mean, uh, the reality is uh, I wish that uh, I, I've been mo- moving more and more to Amazon for some of those things because I can download it um, to my iPad and then watch it later on. And from there, I can stream it to my Apple TV even. But, you know, you, you get a better quality. Um, and that's been my complaint about streaming all along. Anyway, completely off topic, just kind of giving you a warm-up of, like, my history with anime. So I've been seeing uh, this anime pop up from time to time called Tokyo Ghoul, not to be confused with the comic book Tokyo Ghost. And it just looked, it kind of looked intriguing, and I, and I wanted to know what it was about because I hadn't, hadn't yet seen an anime that uh, had a creature or a monster or somebody who had something, uh, you know, uh, wrong with them as far, as far as not being human um, where I didn't, I wasn't sure if they could make me sympathetic to the character. And let's face it, I mean, if you're a ghoul, you're eating people. So how do you make that sympathetic to the people watching it? You know, what do you do to make these characters uh, work for you? Because, well, I mean, they're, you know, zombies in a lot of... Well, they're zombies in the sense of the word that um, they eat flesh, but they look just like us. And, you know, they, have, they don't have any kind of... Uh, I mean, they, they, do, they can regenerate... Um, through eating flesh and things like that, but they don't. Uh, I mean, they don't. They're, they're not rotting or anything like that. They just look like regular people. When you do a blood test to figure out if they're a ghoul, um, the one telltale sign is they have red eyes. Well, Tokyo Ghoul, um, the first episode. There's going to be spoilers about the first episode. There's no way I can set this up and, wa- and, and talk about why this works for me. Tokyo Ghoul, the first episode. The uh, the our main character, who's kind of a he he reads a lot of books, doesn't have a lot of friends, kind of quiet, keeps to himself, sort of person. He comes, you know, finds somebody, uh, uh, meets this girl in a coffee shop who also reads the books he likes, and ends up approaching her, and, and uh, they hit it off or whatever. Well, we find out very quickly that she is a ghoul, and she's setting him up. She's not just a ghoul; she's a sadistic ghoul. Um, ghouls eat to survive. She eats just because she likes it so much. That there's been a lot of killings in Tokyo. And they're trying to figure out who this person is that keeps doing all this killing. Um, because it's way more than they're used to having. I mean, everybody knows about the ghouls. The police force knows about the ghouls. That people know about the ghouls. They know that ghouls exist. You know, um, they're trying to live in harmony with them, etc. Well, ultimately, um, what happens is uh, she attacks him. And sometime during the attack, um, they're, in a, they're in a construction area. And all these girders and stuff, the cable breaks and lands on her and crushes her and, and for the most part, kills her. Well, because he is so tore up, she's tore him up pretty bad. Um, he has, uh, he ends up going to the hospital and, he, and because she's already there and they're trying to save his life and her body's there, they transplant some of her organs into him. Therefore, he becomes half ghoul. And he's trying very hard to kind of fight against that part. He feels as though if he eats human flesh, then he'll become all ghoul. He doesn't want to do that. And then that, and therein lies the story. Um, the story is multifaceted, as most animes are, but we have the story of him trying to come to terms with who he is and the fact that um, he's, he thinks that he, since he's the only one like that, then he belongs nowhere. 
and he comes across somebody who helps him and his opinion is that he belongs in both worlds and he can be the person that helped to heal the wounds between both worlds, make both sides, the humans and the ghouls, understand one another and therefore not have to have um, the, the you know, quote-unquote war going on where they're always trying to kill one another. Um, the story gets much deeper. Um, according, I'm confused about how the seasons are broken down. Um, it says, you know, some things say season one, some things say there's two seasons. Um, the, the two seasons that exist are 13 episodes each. Now, that could be one season in the U.S. with 26 episodes, I'm not sure. I'm sorry, 12 episodes each, I think they are. But uh, at any rate, they did their job. They made me sympathetic towards this character and toward the other ghoul characters that we come across. People just trying to live their lives and get through it. They have this thing going on with them, but they're trying very hard to um, just kind of blend in. And they, they also have hopes and dreams like anybody else. It's not like, hey, let's become a ghoul and live in the streets and eat people to survive and you know, not follow the rules and things like that. These people very much are trying to follow the rules. These people very much are trying to um, fit in, um, go to school, go to college, get jobs, you know, have a family even. Um, they're, they're trying to do all these things and, and, and be a part of the world and have a life for themselves. And they do a very good job of uh, making you understand that. The thing that the anime did that I did not expect is there really is, um, for the most part, not a side to villainize. Um, we, you, can, you, you, you spend time with the ghouls and see their lives and you, you start to understand them. And then you spend time with the humans on the police force and you start to understand them. Both sides have some cruel people in them. But both sides have a job that they think that they're trying to do. The ghouls fight against the police force um, because they're trying to wipe them out and they want to survive. And the police force um, has a war against the ghouls because they think that all ghouls are bad. And they all eat people and they all do these, uh, you know, they, they all attack people and kill them and are going to wipe out the human race. And so their job is to exterminate them. They look at them as less than human. And it does a very good job, even during the fight scenes. It's like, I'm not sure who I'm rooting for here. I'm just like, I'm the, I don't have somebody to root for. I'm like, I want to see the outcome. You know, why, you know, are people going to realize that they both have um, something to achieve, that they have, they have to have an understanding of what the other person is doing and be able to come to um, some kind of agreement. Um, we do have um, things that happen. Um, in the show that shows that there are, it's not as though, though um, ghouls have to eat, go and kill live humans to eat their flesh. I mean, there's other ways to get human flesh, and that's what they have to eat. They cannot eat regular food. Um, so, they, you know, we there's suicide victims and things like that that, they, that you can use to, to feed each other. They can feed on other ghouls if, as long as they don't do it very often. Um, little snippets like this um, come into play. Now, after the episodes are over and you get to the end of um, the season, I, well, like I said, it's either one or it's two, I'm not sure, um, depending on how you look at it, uh, you, you get a very, what I feel is a fairly satisfactory ending. Now, there's easily, easily you could do another season of this and continue to tell these, these people's stories. But when you watch the first three or four episodes and you realize that the core story is about this main character and his friend and then the way... Um, the episodes, the way the season ends, or the story that they've given us so far ends, um, you can be satisfied with what happens there. Anyway, this is not available streaming on Netflix as of yet. 
And um, I became, uh, one of the reasons that, that I was curious about it is it has a really cool cover. And, and it just kind of caught my attention. Well, then around Christmas time, it was on sale. Um, and I still didn't buy it because it's still a little higher price for me. But I ended up, um, I was able to, uh, to get it from somebody. And, I, you know, I, I, this may be something that I would, I would like to watch again at a later time, maybe when it becomes streaming or if the DVDs become cheap enough for the you know, Blu-rays or whatever. But um, I highly recommend it. It's if you like anime and you like, I, I, I'm, to me, it was the story of it's something I hadn't really seen before, and the ability of the storytellers to make me sympathize with both factions of what's going on, and um, you know, not uh, not root for one or the other, but just you know, want them to both come to uh, some kind of agreement and. And, you know, the fact that they were able to, um, I mean, with, I mean, it's hard to sympathize, make somebody sympathize with a ghoul, right? It's somebody that eats people, you know, and it's not like, um, you know, and you see them, you see them in action, you see their, uh, you know, their, their fighting skills. And all ghouls have um, a power, and for the life of me, I cannot remember what it's called. But <clears throat> it is something that grows out of their back that they fight with, and some people have, like, um, uh, blades that come out. Some people can shoot these blades. Some people have like, uh, you know, uh, tentacles or extra legs or arms or whatever. But whatever it is, they have this ability that um, are able to fight with. And what happens on the human side is when they kill a ghoul, they're able to um, steal this. And granted, it's not connected to them. It's in a case. And they carry these cases into battle. And they push a button and the case falls away. And then the weapon is there um, for them to be able to use. Um, so they're able to use this energy and things and not only uh, use the ability that the ghoul had, but able to forge this into something different as well. And that is one of the things that I really liked about it. Now, they don't spend a lot of time holding you by the hand and talking about it, saying this is what we do. It just mentioned in some of the conversations and you just learn from that. That's one of the things I like about anime. It's like, you, you know, sometimes you feel as though you, like, you've missed something. Like there should have been a conversation about it, but you understand what's going on. You just, you just, there was no like, hey, we're going to spend time telling you how all these things work, and that's one of the selling points to me. Anyway, Tokyo Ghoul, um, you can find it pretty much anywhere. It's becoming a big thing. I, I really kind of want to read the manga now, but um, go check it out. You can reach me at sci-fi dig at gmail.com.